in a giant sea of cool podcasts, finally comes a review show that kicks the cool to the curb. Welcome to Kick the Cool Podcast, everyone. I'm your big little brother, Tone. I am your little, little brother, Wopsle. And I'm your big, and I do mean big, sister, Shishi. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the podcast that gives you the reviews you didn't know you needed. What's up, my nerds? What's up, my nerds? What is up? What's going on today, guys? I thought you could tell us. <laughs> oh, you want me to tell you what's going on? <laughs> You've got the paper right there. Oh, I have the paper of the what's going on paper? Yeah. Yes, you have the what's going on paper today. Oh, let me read it. Okay, here's one problem. It says a word that I can't say. Like you can't pronounce. <laughs> you physically can't say it? I or... can physically pronounce I can I can pronounce it and with my brain and I'm allowed to say it. It's not a taboo word. But it is taboo in that if I say it, a lot of people might get mad. And it is A L E X A. Oh, yeah. it's the it's the new forbidden word that you yes. can't say because everybody's going to get triggered. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I just got one. I just got an Echo Dot. My first Echo Dot, my first A-L-E-X-A product. <laughs> and so now I have to be careful. And I'm learning. So my friend Russell and I decided we're going to call her a different name when we're talking about her right. so that she won't freak out. And so we call her Karen. There you go. That is a great solution. <laughs> I mean, let's talk for a minute about Karen then. Well, so I this this might be another trigger word, but I have a had past tense a good friend in real life named Alexis. Oh no. And guess what? Every time I talked about her, Alexa was like, how can I help her? Karen was like, how can I help you? What's going on? This is how many ounces are in a cup. And I was like, Karen, I not right now. I'm talking about my friend, and I had to let that friend go. I cut her out. I sent her down the road, and it was it was sad, but, it, you know, it was either her or the Karen, and, and I chose Karen. That's right. That's right. So, I mean, we've got, well, let's see, what all kinds of assistance do we have? We have the Amazon. We have uh, Microsoft Cortana, right? I don't know uh -huh. if you guys uh -huh. know about that. but um, Google. We, but yeah, but what's her name? It's just OK Google. Yeah, yeah. It's just Hello Google. So she doesn't have a name. No. I think that's really sad. Until now. <laughs> yeah. Let's name the Google assistant on our podcast. Yes. How about, OK, let's see. How about Bill? Corlexiri. Cor <gasps> how about Corlexiri? Corlexery. <laughs> oh, I love it. How about Corlexery? <laughs> Fast forward. <laughs> hey, Corlexery. <laughs> it sounds a little bit Game of Thrones, doesn't it? It sounds a little too oh. right. Yeah. House Corlexery. House Corlexery, <laughs> yes. House of Corlexery. Presenting. House of Collectory. Hey, can I let you guys know what I found out on 4chan? Is that the oh, whole no. voice thing is just a farce anyway. Alexa's in your mind and she can understand what you're thinking. So it doesn't uh, matter how you say it. Whoa. For example, sometimes I say, Alexa, how do I brown this meat? And then she tells me how to make like a beef stew and I've done that and it's like I did want a beef stew more than tacos mm -hmm. so that's she knows why your inner desires. she knows you she's, she's a desire sensor <laughs> and tells you what you want not what you, you don't need. even know what you want the sirens call I don't like the fact that you started all of that with a reference to 4chan because 4chan in my mind has a very bad reputation yes of course <laughs> So let me check something real quick. Check this out. Alexa, should I listen to my little brother right now? She said she's not sure about that. So <laughs> I she we're we're in agreement. She and I are in agreement so right now. So basically Alexa is just a magic eight ball. Yes. yes. <laughs> right. Yes. Oh, that, that can would tell be, you where yeah. to go, which restaurant to go to. Now you know exactly what Amazon's going to do next. Mm -hmm. They're going to, they're going to, every Echo Dot is also going to have a Magic 8 Ball in it. The oh. Shake Dot. I the better shake get dot. some of that money from that. That was my idea. The 8 Dot. <laughs> <laughs> One last thing about Alexa, just real quick, is 
everybody, I think Siri is probably a girl's name. Cortana, she is definitely a girl from Halo. And then right. Alexa is a girl's name. So mm-hmm. maybe Google really needs to have like a strong male name mm-hmm. to like establish that an assistant in your kitchen can also be a male. Oh, that is a Something really good like, idea. Yeah. Like Todd. Todd. How many that, cups are in a gallon, Todd? Why do you sound like you're Todd, mad at him? Is, is Todd a good, strong male name? I think it's it's got good consonants. Okay. Why do you have to say it like that? Like you're almost like the name itself is almost, you're almost making fun of it just by saying it. Todd. <laughs> I never hey. realized the name Todd was so funny until you just said it. <laughs> Hey, hey, who who sings that new song? Who, who's that guy in that new Nationwide commercial? I don't know. Let me see. Todd, who is in the Nationwide commercial with Peyton Manning? <laughs> Ooh, Todd, who sings this song? Todd. Hey, well, you know what, uh, Tony? The last time we were on the phone and you said, you said, Alexa, turn off my light. Alexa, turn on my light. And it was like, golly. Sherry got mad that I was talking to Alexa so rudely. (laughs) But so if you have Todd, are you saying that's going to be okay to to treat Todd like that? Finally, an assistant you can speak mean to from the (laughs) get-go. Talk to Todd the way you talk to Alexa after four times of hearing you wrong. You start there with Todd. It's baseline with Todd. You start there with Todd. (laughs) Right. I am on board with that. <laughs> right. You're, it's the assistant is going to learn, and oh, people yeah, who learn. want to want to play it rough get Todd. Right. Like I, right. I, I don't, I don't want some pushover. I want a Todd in my house. Todd. <laughs> now I do have Samuel L. Jackson's voice that I can use as my as my Karen replacement. Oh. So at any moment, I can either talk to Karen or I can talk to Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> Who do you think I'm going to talk to? That's a great option. Does he just drop the F word in generally? Like randomly? He's the meanest person that's ever spoken to me. <laughs> so every time I'm talking to Samuel L. Jackson, it's like a different ball game. It's not the same as Karen. It's like, oh, we're you know, I, every time I talk to him, you think I'm you think I sounded mean to Karen. You ought to sit, hear me talk to Samuel L. Jackson. I'm like, I gotta bring it because I know he's gonna bring yeah. it. <laughs> gotta return sass for sass. Uh-huh. That's right. <laughs> well, guys, that was our that was our review of uh of A L E X A. And uh so if anyone is wanting to know should I buy an A L E X A or how are they? How do they compare to Google Assistant? Refer them to that review right there. Mm-hmm. That'll Everything help you tremendously. Yes. Yep. We're helping people like crazy. You know, I want to help people more and the best person to help people is Wopsle. Wopsle, what do you have to review this week, sir? You heard it here that the best person to help people is Wopsle. Yep, you are the most helpful out of all of us, I think. <laughs> all right. Well, um, here's my review this week. You guys know what that is? I don't know what that is. No, I don't. <laughs> well, let, let me preface what that is with saying this. I wish people really understood how little we prepare for this podcast because <laughs> it would make it way better. Right. Because right. I just played a song that I, without a doubt, I haven't played since I was in high school. It's 20 years plus. So from memory, without a single ounce of making sure I knew how to play it, I just played that. So was it accurate? <laughs> Who knows? But I'm pretty sure it was some iteration of the Beavis and Butthead intro oh, song when they're revealing sure the title. 
Yeah. So, um, yeah. So after we record, I'll go back and see how close that I was to it. But I want us to review Beavis and Butthead because this is one of those things where I have a very strong opinion about kind of what it was and is. Um, but I think you guys being a little bit older than me and a little, you know, you might have a, a more accurate depiction of what it was. So, um, but I love it. But I want to hear what you guys have to say. She, what do you remember about Beavis and Butthead? Um, well, I think at the time it was probably really, I mean, it was disgusting. You know, we weren't used to seeing stuff like that on TV. I can't remember what year it came out, but I bet you looked that up, didn't you? Um, do you want to bet again? <laughs> <laughs> Because what you just said I, would have sounded like preparation and research. Right. Yep, yep. And right. that did not happen. <laughs> did you hear how uncertain I sounded? Yeah. How hesitant. Um, but anyway, I think I think it was one of those things that it was like, you know, you didn't want to watch it. Or, well, I shouldn't say you because that's like implying that my taste is everyone else's taste. I was like, this is so funny and so gross and I don't want to watch it because the animation is so ugly, mm-hmm. but I, you know, I still watched it and it influenced me. Right. So. Yeah. And now we talk about poop and pee on every podcast. So <laughs> it was, right. they were the trailblazers. Yes. It tra- yeah. Track it back to this. Yeah. I, I remember it being, I, I remember it being out in 1993. I remember that. So I think it came out in 92 or 93 and basically right after I got out of high school, and uh dropped way out of college so um (laughs) but yeah i remember it being like it was kind of like the movie clerks at that time too Mm -hmm. because there were a lot of things that were very new and fresh and weird and and lo-fi and uh you know clerks was one of those and so was beavis and butthead it was like the animation is terrible um, you know, mm-hmm. this, this, this Mike judge, the voices are bad. Honestly, the voices are bad. Let's be honest <laughs> about it. Yeah. But it became a, an Austin Powers level of cultural phenomenon where now I think that anyone that has is in their right mind, if they go, yeah, oh yeah, they feel <laughs> terrible about themselves. <laughs> and if you go, oh, uh, uh, you're like, I, I hate myself now. <laughs> But everyone, totally. and that was such a short impression, but everyone would know exactly what you were yep. doing if you did yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Yep. So yeah. that's how big they were. That's how big of a cultural impact they had. I remember the the content being pretty offensive, but it's mm-hmm. like you said a second ago, she like, even just the, the art was offensive. Like it was just ugly mm-hmm. and it was yeah. wiggly. I remember how wiggly the lines yeah. were. Yeah. It was like, like, can you not draw a straight line? Yeah. <laughs> it's just, right. just an, an artist, ugly right? show with ugly <laughs> yeah. content. And yeah. yeah, I did look it up. It did come out in 93. And so I was, you know, 11 and 12 years old, like prime time in my life yeah. for just ugly and crude content. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. But it, where it, did you watch it? Did you have cable at that time? Yeah, I hate to break this to you guys, but I had cable most of the time after you guys moved out. <laughs> I, uh, I was living the high life <laughs> whenever oh, it was man. just me and mom. <laughs> it was a very different world for Wopsle. Uh, that's what that that's what the eight year, eight year and eleven year difference will get you. Yeah. 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 yeah in, in in Prague I, I watched it a ton. And I remember, you know, it was the for me personally, it was so impactful because um, you know, everyone in our family has always loved music. Like music is a huge deal. I even feel like music videos specifically were always a huge deal for us. We would record them oh, off, yeah. of, off of MTV, like, you know, when we had it for right. like a week at a time and then we lost it yeah. again. We would have yeah. that tape of like those seven videos we would watch over and over and over. over and so and the over. fact that Beavis and Butthead watched videos and made comments over it was like, what made it so much even better, I think, for me. <laughs> Great yeah. point. Yes, because that's yeah. what we were doing. That's what, and <laughs> right. I think that's what everyone was doing at that time, right? People would just, yep. uh, you know, anywhere you went, people would just turn on MTV and then hang out. Yeah. Yeah, and talk about the videos. And the great thing about it was it was kind of like when you have the radio on, you know, if you have, let's say you have, you're playing some music and it's just music, then every once in a while you actually have a conversation 
over the music and you don't have to listen to every note and every word mm -hmm. of the music. And so you just talk and then you stop and you can both just sit there and not say anything because you're listening to the music. Right. And that was the great thing about Beavis and Butthead was the same way. If I started having a conversation <laughs> yes. with you during Beavis and Butthead, you wouldn't be like, wait, 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 let me hit pause, bro. <laughs> yeah. I have to follow no. the storyline. It's very important. Yeah, right. I don't want to miss anything. <laughs> <laughs> right. The writing on this <laughs> is so good. I don't want to miss it. Wait, whose butt? <laughs> I know he's talking about a butt. Whose butt is it this time? Oh, no. I missed that part. I have to rewind. <laughs> Just like people now will have, you know, Walking Dead parties or Game of Thrones parties. At mine and my girlfriend's house, we would have like 20 people over to watch every episode when they came out live. It's so awesome. And I remember looking back, I had Beavis and Butthead t-shirts. I had necklaces. I had like all of the swag that I wore to school every day. Like I was that 12-year-old kid that was like decked out head to toe in Beavis and Butthead stuff. Which looking back, I'll bet like so many people were annoyed with me. But I just wanted people to know how like crude and off color and like random I was, you know? Right. <laughs> well, so edgy. So edgy. Right. I had so edgy. Now, let me ask you this, though. Do you think that, speaking of color, do you think that that colored how the uh, the teachers saw you? Because they kind of had a, a you know, a, a thing in their mind of what Beavis and Butthead was and how it was very, you know, uh, bad. And so do you think that they like saw you differently? You know, I'd, I'd be interesting to to ask my teachers. I had this really weird combination of I was always like really nerdy and really smart. All of us were like we're a pretty smart family, I think. Is that a bad? I don't know if that's OK to say, but we so, prove it on this podcast every <laughs> right? single week. So as our listeners know, we're a pretty smart family. <laughs> <laughs> and. So I was in, you know, all of whatever advanced classes you could take, and I did really well, and I paid super-duper attention. So I think whenever they were handing back the tests, and, like, I always had the best, especially math, I was really good. So they would see this dude that's dressed like a delinquent and trying his hardest <laughs> to appear to be a delinquent, but right. that is performing yeah. in the opposite. I have to think they didn't really know what to do yes. with me, probably. And I'm sure you right. were perfectly, like, you didn't act like that with them. Like you may yeah, have looked at completely. the part, but you you were uh -huh. not rude to them or, I mean, you were always probably very polite and present. So Exactly, yeah. Well, we were also raised to respect our elders and respect those in authority. And so whether it came to police or, you know, to teachers or whoever, we always respected authority and respected our elders. I have some stories about that, but that can be for another day. Oh, <laughs> break that, that down. That's a good review topic. Authorities. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just think I think there was no show like Beavis and Butthead. I remember whenever I was young, a lot of my friends were like hated the videos and they just wanted more of the content. Because, you know, an actual Beavis and Butthead episode without the videos is five minutes long. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, it's right. like the <laughs> shortest story ever. And so, but I was always like, no, I just want videos. Like, if they just had, like, entire episodes of Beavis and Butthead watching music videos, I'm in. I love it so much. <laughs> right. The, I just now saw this. It was started from an, an, a short that aired on Liquid Television. Yes. That is that. a blast. Liquid from. Television. I hadn't thought about Liquid Television <laughs> yeah. in so right. long. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that was uh -huh. some weird stuff. That was the that was the uh first iteration of Adult Swim. Mm, yeah, you're right. Exactly right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, kids today know Adult Swim and you can imagine mm -hmm. that's that's what liquid television was just we got this little bitty weird thing. We're just going to jam it into this hour of television. Or <laughs> right. And, you know, that's how The Simpsons started as well, was just a little short jammed into another show. Yeah. Well, the last thing I'll say about Beavis and Butthead, and then I want to hear you guys' ratings, is um, in, I did do a little prep for this, and I joined a Facebook group called something like Beavis and Butthead Appreciation Group to where now I'm just nonstop getting memes of Beavis and Butthead in my Facebook feed. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just all nostalgia. Most of them are um, like politics related right now, which is just like jamming together Beavis and Butthead. Oh, no. Um, with with <laughs> politics is just, you know, it, and it's neither side. It's just like saying that they're all kind of stupid as, you know, typically Beavis and Butthead would have done. Um, so it's. Hey, it's, we brought we, we brought back Bill and Ted. Uh, we might as well bring back <laughs> right. Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, exactly uh, I guess. right. Why not? 
So, uh, yeah, so that's been a pretty fun deal for me. So if, if I start talking more and more like them, it's because I, I found a corner of Facebook that's uh, awoken the Beavis and Butthead in me. Okay, well, listen, let's give the people what they really came here for, which is a rating of oh, yeah. Beavis and Butthead. So, she, what do you rate Beavis and or Butthead? <laughs> <laughs> and or. <laughs> I rate Beavis and Butthead. Fire, fire, fire. Yeah. yeah uh-huh. That's right. That's right. Very well done. <laughs> Three fires. Yeah, very, very good. That is is so helpful (sighs) to people deciding about how to feel about everyone. Yeah, especially people who have never seen the show. They're like, should I watch this show? And then Sherry said that they're like, oh, I got to watch it. I think they're like, no, please don't make me. It is now required viewing for me. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) Tone, what do you then rate Beavis and Butthead? You know what I like is just real quick before I do my rating. I'm just going to have to say, <laughs> I think people forgot for a while. The guy's name is Butthead. Are you, <laughs> did we all forget that? We just but let that head. slide. Everyone yeah. just let it slide. And for a while there, it was okay. Everyone was like, ah, no, no big deal. It's just Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> right now, if I, if I looked at somebody and said, hey, Butthead. Like, my mom would get mad, and I'm 46 years old. <laughs> she's probably going to get mad at this point of the episode, just I that think we've she's said upset. butthead so many I, I times. might have to go back as the engineer and beep these things out. Yeah, that's a naughty <laughs> word. You can't say butthead. Um, I'm going to give the the uh, the show Beavis and Butthead, I'm going to give the show Beavis and Butthead 10 out of 15 Metallica t-shirts. Metallica t-shirt, yes. Oh, yeah. I used to draw Beavis a lot, like three times a day for some reason. (laughs) And so I got really good at that Metallica Mm -hmm. (laughs) t-shirt. Why not? Why didn't you draw Butthead? I don't know. Maybe he was harder. I don't know. But I just drew Beavis. Beavis was like my like like goal. Like I wanted to be Beavis in middle school. So I was right. walking around as Cornholio nonstop in the halls. I was drawing him on like every notebook I could get my hands on. So <laughs> Whether weird it was to me mine or not. Me, in my mind, Butthead was the aspiration. Butthead is the one you want to be. That's no weird way. To me. No way. <laughs> Beavis was it, man. Cornholio was next level, man. Yeah. 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 yeah, Beavis was my favorite, so I will have to give Beavis and Butthead the rating of, do you have TP for my bunghole? I would hate for my holio to get polio. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> polio? My, what? My holio to get polio. Oh, because he didn't wipe his bung? Yeah, that that's how you get polio. Because <laughs> 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 What's bung? Bunghole. Yeah, oh, what, yeah is that? what is that? <laughs> Nobody says that word anymore. I'll guarantee you that. Time to bring it back. How many times do you think? What percentage? How about this? What percentage of the number of t- uh, what percentage of the times you've heard the word bunghole was it being used in a Beavis voice? <laughs> Maybe ninety-nine and a half. Yeah, ninety-eight, ninety-nine percent. Percent easy. Yeah, we again think about like how middle schools latch on to th- middle schoolers latch on to things like Fortnite or Minecraft. Like they are all in, right? And that's mm-hmm. what we were in middle school with Beavis and Butthead. So, like, me and my buddy Clay, we talked about bungholes like <laughs> every class, every day. <laughs> You're not going to believe this, but we had a guide. I can't even remember. I'm, I'm not going to say that about what me and Clay created. <laughs> okay. I would not oh, want to incriminate him. Uh, I'll tell you guys uh, offline. Okay, how about this? I'll, here's all I'll say. I'll tell you guys offline about a real actual thing that me and Clay created called the Wheel of Bungholes. I oh, can't no. wait. <laughs> I can't wait. Oh, my gosh. Hey, let's let's talk about that during the outro music. Okay, that's a great call. I will tell you all about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, guys. Well, that was a great review. Uh, we've helped so many people now. And uh, 
So, uh, Shishi, what do you want to review today? Well, I decided to review idioms. Idioms? Not idiots. Idioms. What'd you call me? <laughs> Although after that last review, I could be mean. <laughs> um, so, you know, like saying saying one thing to mean another thing, idioms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Language. Okay. Right. So Tony, what do you think about uh what do you think about idioms? Do you like Well, them? the most important thing, well, yes, I love them. And the most important thing that our that our our fans, our listeners need to know about idioms is that to me it sounds like maybe a chewing gum, maybe a hard candy um <laughs> with maybe some character faces on the can individual candies. That's what idioms sounds like to me. Okay. So that's what I think about it. Like you're going <laughs> to okay. hop on your bike and head down to L&M and get you some idioms. Get That's you right. Some three cent idioms. Yeah. Mom, mom bought me a big old box of idioms today. <laughs> I was kind of thinking Watch more like more. I got a bad case of the idioms. Yeah. Like what? Oh. Where? Where is Todd today? He had, he wasn't in fifth hour. He got the idioms. <laughs> Either that, or he was out recording his uh, voiceovers for the new yeah. <laughs> for the new Todd <laughs> for the new Todd <laughs> assistant. So we're just using Todd as everything in this episode, I guess. Todd is the star. We're just naming this episode Todd. (laughs) Todd, 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 Todd. (laughs) That's right. Um, So I like idioms because I like anything that is like a weird take on a way to say something, you know, that's like a weird kind of word picture. I definitely like that. But what I, I also like about idioms is I feel like they are often mis- like misheard and then like repeated incorrectly. And I think that's really funny. And so then sometimes I find myself doing it incorrectly on purpose. Mm -hmm. And then people think that I'm the idiot. It's like, well, no, I'm just copying this other idiot that I know. And it's like, yeah, but then I'm an example. I feel like you said you talked about this once before. Now that you said that he did during the review talking wrong. Oh, did did we talk about idioms a little bit? Well, oh. what we talked about was that you'll say things wrong because you once heard them wrong. Yeah. And then you'll keep saying it wrong because it's funny to you. Then eventually you're basically just saying it wrong. <laughs> I'm just saying it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> like, like one, like I know I've heard people say a dimer dozen. Like, <laughs> like those things, those things are so easy to come by. They're like a dimer dozen. Well, oh my gosh, they really are. And you know, if you, I don't know if you remember, what's the, I don't know, uh, this might be a hard question for you to answer, but in my opinion, the most popular phrase that our stepdad ever used was "use your head besides a hat rack." Yes, <laughs> yes. use your se- he use would your say head that all the time. A hat rack. Yes, not use your head for something <laughs> besides a hat rack. And it was almost as if he was saying. In addition to using a hat rack, use your head. <laughs> You're going to use a couple of things now. Are you jotting this down? Right. Oh You're going to want to use a hat rack and your head. Well, I I just I love them, but it, I was as I was looking up some today just to kind of, you know, I don't have a good memory so I have to use Google for that. So, um, you know, and I was like we have to get someone's goat is one I use a lot. You got my goat. You guys got my goat in that last review, as a matter of fact. And then, hey, can, well, can I make a, a mention on that real quick? She is the first sure. time. Here's the thing: a lot of idioms don't directly make sense. But right. get my goat. I heard for the first time in my life whenever I was in the ninth grade. Uh huh. And I was old enough to really know that there's this angry bus driver standing up, and he was yelling at us. You kids are trying to get my goat. And I was like, <laughs> I have no idea what that means or what this guy's talking about. But so, that is the funniest thing I've ever seen. Get my goat specifically takes me back to that moment. And it's so good because I was You're so like, confused. Where is your goat? Yeah. yeah. Did you have a moment where you were like, what goat is he talking about? Yeah. I was like, well, and I always hate to be the only one that doesn't know what's going on. So that was one of those moments where it's like everyone else seems to know about this goat. 
So I'm just going to play it cool. <laughs> oh my gosh. So this is kind of a fun, funny thing. It's so weird to me that I could grow up knowing this phrase and knowing what it's for. I've, I guess I've been saying it my whole life. I don't know. I don't remember a time when I didn't know what it meant. And yet you missed that somehow. So right. did I pick it up somewhere else and just use it myself? And then, you know, you didn't have it around as much and maybe I never said it to you. I mean, that's just strange to me. Yeah. Well, it could have been, it could have been a thing like it was a, it was during that, maybe it, the time we grew up in Sherry, you know, like uh, maybe during our formative years before Wopsle came or was even, you know, in the mix. Mm-hmm. Um, people were saying that a lot, and then they didn't say it as much when Wopsle after Wopsle was born. Kind of like imagine someone who right now has never seen Beavis and Butthead because they're too young. Somebody could be 18 years old and not having ever heard of Beavis and Butthead, mm-hmm. and you know because it came out 30 years ago, and they would be like, "What is a bunghole?" <laughs> just like we just did. <laughs> so. Um, do you have a favorite idiom? Ooh. I mean, that's a hard one. I love to say, I have a list of some that I like to say, and these are so old fashioned. Most of them like get someone's goat. I like you're the best thing since sliced bread. I, oh, love, I that. love that one. Yeah. That one's fun. Um, I say pie in the sky a lot, generally about what I want to do with my life. <laughs> <laughs> which is sad it's all pie in the sky all about pie so but i mean most of this stuff is pretty obvious what it means you know like tan your hide if some if you're going to get a spanking they're going to tan mm-hmm. your hide well you know what that means he, i have found a list of quirky idioms from different languages around the world would you like to hear nice. some of those okay I would so love we to know hear that. you know we have easy ones like once in a blue moon you know, things like that. So right. here is one from uh, Armenia. And actually, it's used in several different languages. And it's stop ironing my head. Stop ironing my head means <laughs> like with the hot that they iron. are annoying you. <laughs> what? <laughs> annoying. Yeah. Oh, you're, you're being so, so annoying right Why now. Why are you ironing my head? Just sit down and be quiet and stop ironing my head. <laughs> okay. And then uh, the Cheyenne Indian uh, tribe says, are you still riding the goat when someone is separated Ooh. from their spouse? Are you right. still riding the oh, goat? Oh, now that is actually kind of gross. Can we delve into <laughs> <laughs> I wait. Does it not mean what I think it means? I, my mind, my mind is terrible. It went there immediately. Um. Okay, cut that one out. Well, uh, hold on, hold on. No riding. So you, so you have to ride a goat because why? Why do you have to ride? Okay, a goat? so if you separate from your spouse, maybe you pack right. all of your belongings onto the goat and leave. Ah, uh, and then and all the. <laughs> Right, and all the neighbors, all the neighbors see a man riding a goat with all of his belongings on it, and they're just like, "Oh, I know what happened with him." So that's how it started. Uh, Lonely, sad men riding on a goat with their all yes. their belongings. Through the and you can't ride a camel or a horse because those are the expensive animals. Right, you have to end up riding the goat because, yeah. When she's like, "You because get out of here, and don't you dare take the camel. You get on that goat and you leave." You think Cheyenne Indians have camels? Is that what you're saying? They've found camel fossils <laughs> here in America. Are you making that up? Yes. Oh, <laughs> oh my. Now, okay. I will say this. So he packs up the goat, right? And he's riding away. So that she comes out and she says, you're really getting my goat because he's taking her goat. And because that's another idiom. I think it was probably because I'm I'm picturing a goat which is not a large animal. It's not one that you would normally ride. Exactly. So what I'm thinking is that it probably actually came from like, you're just wasting your time. That's actually my favorite thing I've ever heard because now I'm imagining someone riding a goat, not for a purpose or because they need to, but just, dude, look at that goat. I'm going to ride it. <laughs> right. Because 
Come on. See you, wife. <laughs> yeah. So it means whenever you're drunk and you start doing things like riding goats, obviously yes. your wife is not pleased with you. So it's like, hey, are you That's still making poor choices or are That's you back with your wife? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ride yeah. the goat. You're just yeah. wasting your time. You're making bad choices, bro. <laughs> you look like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> You're ironing my head right now with that writing. That's exactly the what it means. All right, here's the here's the third one. Walk around in hot porridge. Okay, hmm. which means which means, <laughs> and that means if you walk around in hot porridge, that means you're beating around the bush. Because that in itself is definitely an idiom too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's an idiom yep that means you're not getting to the point which i wasn't so i was beating around the bush now see beating around the bush i understand right you're you you go to the bush and instead of like you know grabbing a, the bird out of there or whatever or you know um or grabbing the fruit off the off the bush mm. the berries off the bush you just like beat around and expect them to fall fall out but if you walk around the porridge, oh no, you're walking around in porridge, <laughs> not around the porridge, right? In porridge. In hot porridge. Hot porridge. Oh, hey. That's a hotsy totsy. And the next one is to uh when you're really, really mad and smoke's coming out of your ears. Well, in China, they might say that you're emitting smoke from seven orifices. Oh wow. yeah. <laughs> Just a second, I'm counting. Oh. One, two, three, four. <laughs> right that, yeah that's almost all of them guys like that's that's, that's almost like all of them every every chance you got should One, we list two, them no, no definitely not, not. <laughs> Here's here's one more question I have about idioms real fast. What I think is interesting is sometimes they're really weird like beat around the bush like that doesn't really like what does that mean or get my goat like you have to extrapolate what that means. But then sometimes it's like a picture is worth a thousand words. Like that's right. kind of not even an idiom. That just like that makes sense on its own. That's so, just true. It's just a yeah. universal So truth. why are some right. things just like true statements and other things are like, grandma, really? Where's those panties? Good. And you're like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> but what does that mean, though? Yeah. So I think that's weird. Okay. And then Mongolians. Would say God bless you and make your may your mustache grow like brushwood. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Do we have an equivalent? Do we have an equivalent of that in English? May your, Live mm. long and prosper. No, that's not but an I idiom. would just walk around with a shaker full of pepper and make myself sneeze nonstop and just make everyone bless me with long mustaches and just right. like become the mustache king. Yeah. Every time you sneeze, everyone would be like, oh. That guy must be growing a mustache. And at some point, you're going to go, I wonder if I could have used those blesses for something else. Could have been maybe having them bless me in a, maybe my health. I don't know. Like, I used them on the mustache, but it's a really good mustache. Then you meet a girl, and she's like, you know, I like you a lot, but I hate mustaches. You're like, oh, no. Oh, man. Oh, no. But it's like a brush. It's like, you know what I like more than mustaches? Health and money. So... <laughs> If you could, uh, so yeah. here's an idiom that sort of captures how I feel about this segment. It comes to us from the Thai language, and maybe you can guess what it means. Riding an elephant to catch a grasshopper. I, I feel like it means you're like using more power than it takes. But I gotta say, to be on an elephant and catch a grasshopper would be so hard. So I don't know. But that's what it seems like it means to me is you're like you're using you're doing something with more gusto than it takes to do the thing. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's like you're putting in a lot of effort and getting little in return. Mm. So on that note, <laughs> could I could I get a rating <laughs> tone? Would you like to rate idioms? I would like to rate idioms. I'm I, I and mostly because I think there are a lot of people out there who when they started when we started this topic they might not have known what idioms were, but now they still, they still don't. don't know. So I'm going to fix it all for them. I'm going to solve it all for them right now. I rate idioms 
out of the blue in the face. Out of the blue in the face. <laughs> okay. Yes. I like that. That's a good rating. <laughs> Thank you. Wapsa, what do you rate idioms? You know, like I said, I think I like idioms a lot. I'm going to rate it. It's kind of a combo rating. I'm rating it one elephant to 10,000 grasshoppers. Oh. What? I guess if you caught 10,000 grasshoppers while riding an elephant, that might be Then worth it was your pretty while. worth it, right? Yeah, it was a pretty good deal you got right <laughs> that's there. That's right. Well, and then, of it course, worth your time. that also brings up the question of which one would win in a fight. Does it? 10,000 grasshopper-sized elephants right. or one elephant-sized grasshopper? That's where yes. your mind went. <laughs> 10,000 grasshopper-sized elephants or one elephant-sized grasshopper? Oh, totally the elephant-sized grasshopper. But there's 10,000 10, of the little bitty elephants. Of those guys. They all have tusks. They can be smashed. <laughs> little bitty <laughs> cute tusks. <laughs> I'll take one home, but the rest are dead. <laughs> I would love to have a grasshopper-sized elephant. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Wouldn't it be, be cool? the best thing ever? <laughs> it would be great. It would okay. Be great. I'm going to rate idioms three out of three monkey's uncles. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. All right, guys. Well, uh, I'm last this week. And so for the final topic of the week, now, if you have not gotten your help by now, you're going to need to just get it here. Okay. This is your last chance. So if we've not helped you yet, you just take this as your help. Um, and I'm going to help a lot of people because I want to review shotgun. Oh, today we're going to review shotgun. <laughs> and this, this is a, this oh. is a listener submission by Brandon from Oklahoma, is what we'll call him. All right. Thanks, Brandon. Yeah. Yeah, Brandon. Thank you, Brandon. And he uh, wants us to review Shotgun. <laughs> so, Wapso, what do you think about... I won't do it again. What do you think about Shotgun? <laughs> I, I got to tell you, I have strong feelings about Shotgun, and they are not positive feelings. And two things I'll tell you right off the bat is because, one... I just kind of don't like competition and conflict. Mm -hmm. So already that's kind of a problem. Right. But also number two, you guys, we've got to get together and figure out the rules to shotgun. <laughs> because every car's got a different right. rule. And that makes it harder. So until we can get together with some kind of Geneva Convention type deal to settle the shotgun differences, then I can't get on board. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's done on a case by case basis by your mother. I think. Oh, you think so? I thought the kids kind of determined it based on what the other kids told them. What I remember is, and I might be stepping on your story here, but when we were kids, we called it front seat by the door. Oh, yeah. And we were not allowed to say it until we were out in the yard or something. I mean, there was a there were parameters. Like very strict, specific like parameters. Touching like, the door handle, or I'm that's not right. Sure. Yeah. So with my kids, we I didn't make them touch the door handle, but someone would call it. You know, we would be getting ready, and we'd all be in, you know, in our socks with our hair messed up, and somebody would say, and we didn't say shotgun, we just said front seat, front seat. <laughs> so, you know, and I would like you can't do it that early. Why not? Why not? I'm the one that thought of it. So Right, you got kids doing it like at bedtime the night before. <laughs> right. like, shotgun. When? I don't know. Just next time we drive. <laughs> right. Tomorrow. right. Like well, if you can't name when, then you don't get to call it. That would be if I was a parent, that would be my only stipulation because I would reward kids for going, "Oh, uh, hey dad, what are we doing tonight? Oh, we're going to the movie, son." Shotgun. Oh, you know what? Front seat, baby. <laughs> Six hours from now, I'm calling it right now. I love That's that. That's too sneaky. And then you have to remember who said it. Like you, then the mom is in, is the referee and has to remember. And then somebody else says, "I didn't hear him say it." And then you have to say, "What?" Well, you know, it's like no. Oh, I thought there was a code Ooh. that we all went by where we would not. You don't lie about shotguns. Some things are still sacred. Well, that just because you didn't hear someone doesn't mean that you that they were lying. Oh, I see. If he said it while I was outside, then, and by he, I mean you, 
If you said it while I was outside <laughs> and I didn't hear it, well, guess who's getting the, you know, who's, guess who's getting it? You are because you're the baby or one of the babies. Now, see, that's something I was, I, I was really interested in finding out too is Wopsle. I want to know what your, the first like 10 years of your shotgun life, I want to know what it was like because the way I remember it, <laughs> was that you did it, they, it there was no shotgun for you it was very plainly understood that the front seat was for royalty <laughs> and the back seat was for peasants <laughs> like me so but here was the deal is i my car time for me was playing gi joe's time uh-huh every mm, time yeah. and gi joe's in the back seat was way better than the so front. much totally. better so it was actually great for me totally it was great i could i could put my knees in the in the floorboard and like turn around and play or get up in the back window so mm-hmm. yeah there were no seat belts yeah i remember on. when there right. were seat belts <laughs> <laughs> yep. so i uh yeah so i i was cool with the back seat but yeah it's funny that you guys had this contentious game going where i just like was oblivious it was as <laughs> as uh as competitive as you could get right sherry oh totally yeah yeah, it was cutthroat. I mean, uh, that's 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 why those parameters had to be inst- instituted, is because we would, you know, we, we we were trying to game the system every time. We were trying to trying to win the mm-hmm. game, yep. constantly mm-hmm. and get the other ones go. And so <laughs> now, and see, and that's why within a family unit, you can define those parameters, and you've got a mom or a dad or somebody that kind of gets to be the referee. But where so and then you know I didn't really do shotgun growing up. But what I did is whenever my friends started turning sixteen, yes, then we all did shotgun with each other, right? And oh. that was way tougher because it was three times as competitive as ever, it's ever been. But there was no like ultimate referee, right? Huh. <laughs> right. And everyone had different established rules from their family units mm. that they were bringing in. And uh, so did you guys keep on doing that with your friends like when you were in high no, school? No, I don't remember doing that at all. If if I was usually the one driving and, you know, then they had to fight it out and I didn't really care. And then but I don't remember it being a thing. And then if I wasn't driving, I didn't care where I sat because there was always something to do or someone to talk to no matter where I was. Until hmm. a few years after high school, I was always the one driving. Like once I once I got my license, I drove constantly and all of my friends rode with me until a few years after high school. And so any situation where there were more than two people getting in the car, right? I I was terrible at it. I don't know how I got terrible at it <laughs> when I was so good at it when I was young because because of my sister. Yeah, we so the the biggest friend group that I had in high school, well we kind of finally did establish some rules. And the rule, this was really bad rules. If anyone out there is considering setting their family rules for shotgun, you should rule this one out right now. Because, but if you're out the door or not, was always hard, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, if, if you're in line at the, at the gas station getting stuff, the first one to check out then gets to go outside. So that kind of, that, you know, anyway, so we had the rule of the first one to say shotgun while touching the door handle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which meant every time we went to the car, it was a mad race. Elbows kicking, scratching, sliding across the hood, Dukes of Hazard style, like to get to that door and yell shotgun. Someone always got hurt, tripped up in the gravel, you know, in our high school parking lot. It was like Mad Max on foot every lunch period. And I was just always like, I can't play that game, y'all. I'm not, I don't got it in me. So, so don't do the door handle touch before it can be set. That's right. I can say without a doubt, that is a bad idea. That's right. Well, and Tony, you and I did that, right? Wasn't it a door handle touch? Like we had to get, so we were like elbow. I thought it was outside the door. I think it's outside the door. But I think that's still, what we did. We we did we did elbow to get outside the door too. I mean, and we uh-huh, were, you know, that's right. But I do remember at some point eventually because you were so good at just jumping on it and I would just be like dirt 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 you know not I just completely <laughs> let it go past me and I'd be like oh dang it every single time and so after a while I was just like just let him have it he's a baby and you're mature so just let and him what's have great it. and what's great is then that takes all the wind out of my sails and I uh, and I'm sure I ended up going <laughs> Uh, you went up there, she. Uh, no, like, you, know, you no, were lording it over me because you won every time. Well, I didn't yeah. do it, so little brother for the win. 
<laughs> You're 12 years old. Yay. Like, I'm winning. You're a loser. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's great. Well, uh, <laughs> let's, 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 let's help the people. The people, this is, this was their last chance to get helped. <laughs> oh, and guys, now they, I'm so sorry. They had to latch onto this one. Yeah. They had. <laughs> So. Hey, I, I've never been to like a club or a bar to pick up someone, but if I was, I can imagine as the, the, the options are dwindling down and it's getting closer and closer to closing time. And you're like, there's not very many good options left, but I definitely don't want to leave alone. So I guess I'll, guess I'll choose I this I guess I'll one. take shotgun. That's, that's <laughs> now what's that's what this episode has been. Right. People have been waiting for that nugget. It's like, well, shotgun it is. What I love is that when you first started that little story right there, I thought you were about to say that you I've never been to picked up anyone in a bar or a club, but if I ever did, I'd race them for the shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> I'd yell shotgun. I did too. I thought you were going to say that you would do that to your date. <laughs> do you think that's what they say before a shotgun wedding? Shotgun! I don't know. I've been, no, I don't know. Calls it out. Well, I mean, that we didn't even, we didn't even delve into what is, does that even mean? No. Why do people say shotgun? Has anyone ever been running to the car and the driver Call shotgun and run and just get in the side and just see what everyone does. Because <laughs> that would be awesome. I'm going to do that next time we go out to the car. I'm going to do that in the morning when I take everyone to their various places. Oh, they're going to die. <laughs> I'm going to lose it. Oh, There's our so helpful much. tidbit right there. That's the helpful tidbit. Yes, everyone do this. Next time, as an adult, I want you to, next time everyone's going to the car, I want you to call shotgun and run and get in that passenger seat. Even if you're the driver. <laughs> Could you imagine? Uh, Wopsle, are you going to do it? You got to, you should, you, you got to do it to Jovi. One day when it's this just you and I am going to. Yes. <laughs> Let's remind and, everybody and Joby's Joby, seven. So my right. kids and then Joby are is still, old enough to drive and they still don't, but they could. Joby's right. seven. Yeah. Joby's oh, seven. That would be well, it'll be even you know, Joby's still of the age where she has a seat. Like she has a seat she has to sit in in the car, right. you know? Like a booster seat. So she doesn't get to choose where she sits anyway. So it'll be double funny when I run and get in there. <laughs> And then she just slowly gets into her seat in the back. It's just looking at me like, so what are we doing now? <laughs> okay. Oh, you, can you video that? Yes. Oh my yeah. Gosh. Please video it. <laughs> All right, Wopsle, what do you rate shotgun? For me, I have to rate shotgun what I actually call out if I'm not driving and run to a car every time. People that know me well are expecting this rating because what I call is, Backseat middle, feet on the hump. <laughs> awesome. Shishi, what do you what do you rate? What do you rate shotgun? I rate shotgun uh eight out of ten smug little brothers. <laughs> <laughs> smug little brothers can really iron your head. They can't they? really oh, iron man. your dang head. They sure iron in my head right now. Oh man! If I had a nickel for every time I ironed Sherry's head, oh, you would be so rich, and you would I'd own very a rich. lot of money just from this podcast, this one yes. episode alone. <laughs> I've been ironing her head the whole time as a little brother. Sorry, My big head sis. Is so flat. Sorry, sis. Um, I'm gonna rate. And when I say I'm sorry, I just mean basically for everything, yeah, like life. Okay. I'm sorry that Apology what we did accepted. to you. And the big sister does not get to iron heads of the little brothers oh, no. because she's a super jerk. Uh -huh. If she's ironing her little brother's yep. heads, it's like, who are you? <laughs> right. Grow up. Grow up. <laughs> Mom, she's <laughs> ironing my head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. I'm going to rate shotgun four out of five 
Nope. I'm giving it five out of five. Front seat middle. Because I remember, <laughs> I love when you have to explain your ratings. I'm so good at that. I know. But it's uh, very often here's why. <laughs> here's why front seat middle. Because I remember when Sherry, my big sister, uh, when my big sister started getting better at the game and she started beating me at it, then I would get so upset and be like, and then one day I realized, oh, you know what I can do? Instead of sitting in the back. She would say shotgun. I would run out and get in the middle of the front seat. <laughs> and then you were by <laughs> mom. Dirty. You could still I see was, everything. I could still see everything. I was right in front of the radio. It, it was yeah. really a prime spot. So that was my that was my little yeah. I like that. That was my little moment. I like that. <laughs> you can have shotgun anytime with me. Thanks, sis. You can iron my head anytime you want. I'm going to get on that. (laughs) Okay. And uh, our five-star review this week is going to be for a podcast from Australia. Three three friends who do a a podcast called Pull Boys Recommend. And that is our five-star review this week. And we do have a trailer for you. Here is their trailer. Oh, g'day. How's it going? Nice to meet you. I'm Stu. I'm Chris. I'm Dave. And we're the Pool Boys. We're the hosts of Pool Boys Recommend. Recommend. It's a podcast where we suggest stuff to each other. We do it, and then we review it. You remember, like, show and tell at school? It's kind of like that, but this week I had a mental breakdown. (laughs) You're a music lover, Stu, okay? I am, yes. What is this going to be? And so I want you to listen to B-52's seminal classic Love Shack, 100 times. Uh, One. Oh my God. You know, it's just when you're going to sleep, when you're having a shower. 100 times. 100 times. You can start playing it now, maybe. Oh my God. You, you have you're only yourself to blame. If next episode I come back on the air and I'm like, oh, hey, how's it going? Here's another cheeky little clip for you. Oh, this podcast is great. That was a dramatization of you enjoying the podcast in the future. When you check out Pool Boys, Boys Recommend. Recommend. Find us on Spotify and Stitcher Wishka. and Apple Google Podcasts. podcasts and even our own website. You know where to get podcasts. Come yeah, on. Come on. You're listening to one now. All right, guys. Uh, that's awesome. our five star review for the week. Pool Boys are all right in my book. <laughs> they are all right. And every time I think about them, I wonder whether talking about playing pool or cleaning a pool. I always thought swimming pool. Yeah, but then their graphics are playing yeah. pool. Right. right. I wonder which one of them usually gets in the front seat. That's a great question. Hmm. Uh, we've got to find out. <laughs> pool, pool boys, listen up. You guys have to email us at reviews at kick.cool and tell us which one of you how you do your shotgun business? What do you yes. call it in Australia? Yes. What do you What are you guys doing in that situation when the three of you go to get in the car together? Please, please email us and tell us what's going on. What are the parameters? What are the stakes? Yes. What are the stakes? right? Like, is it like a point system or like to the death? Right. Well, guys, that's gonna do it for us this week. We really appreciate you listening to episode 34. Thank you so much. That's right. We would love to have any review ideas that you would like to hear us about, just like Brandon from Oklahoma. Thanks again, Brandon, for your submission. Um, That was a very important one, and it was definitely helpful. Um, We've got a a few more, one from Dean in in Houston that we hope to get to soon, Um, but we could use a lot more in the hopper. So if you've got any ideas, send them to reviews at kick.cool. Definitely. We need to hear from you. We need to hear from you. The more we hear from you, the better we'll be able to help everyone else. Pay it forward, people. Yes, exactly. And we also want to give a huge thank you to the band Bugs. And we want to thank them for letting us use the song Reviews as our theme song. Thank you, Bugs. Thanks, Bugs. So I would like to invite everybody to follow us on social media. And we would love to collect all of your stories. Uh, If you hashtag shotgun rules... And uh, at kick the kick the cool at, on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, um, then we can collect all those and we can post them or talk about I them. I love next time. it. We'll see. So hashtag shotgun rules and then put yeah. at kick the cool to let us know that you did it. Yeah, and yep. I think it would be really cool too because we have listeners in Australia and in the UK and some of my friends in the Czech Republic listen. So, like, what is shotgun rules? 
look like in different areas. Yes. That'd be really cool to learn. We need to know that. Yeah. Yes. Okay, that's going to do it for episode 34, guys. And uh, I am your big little brother, Tone. I'm your little, little brother, Wap. And I'm your big sister, Shishi. And we'll see you next week. Love you. Bye. Love you. Love you. Bye. bye. Love you. Bye. Okay, so the wheel of Turn on the light. Oh, wait. I don't have Alexa. <laughs> Todd! <laughs> Turn on the light! For the love of Todd! funny part. <laughs> the funniest part about that is, is I have the door open because it was so hot in my closet. So my family just heard me yell with absolutely no context. Todd, turn on the light. Oh, oh my gosh.